Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Happy Friday. Boy, we are in interesting times, right? I have to say, you know, it's just, uh, it's fascinating to watch how people are reacting to the virus or their chances of getting it, you know, um, had a relative come over yesterday, no mask, just not into it. (laughs) And, uh, this is a hot zone. This is a lot of cases have presented in this zip code. So I don't, I'm not really sure what's going on with people. I'm not sure why, uh, a, a lot of people, um, at first I was just really zoning in on, on black people not wearing masks or paying attention. But to be honest with you, I've seen, uh, a lot of people all gender and race aside not wearing masks not really feeling like this is their disease to catch so you know all I can say is you reap what you sow you get what you deserve I mean if you're out here and you're being reckless you may get it and you may not survive or you might survive but I'm telling you if you come through a a death-defying situation it changes you I mean, I was a way less cavalier. I mean, way more cavalier about my health before I got super sick. Like, really. You know, you feel indestructible, invincible until you get sick. And then when you're really sick and you have to really recover. And it took me about six months to recover initially. But it took about seven years for my blood work to return to normal. So, yes you will be different. But why put yourself in that situation first? But that's the way people learn, I guess. I don't learn that way anymore. You don't have to tell me twice. (laughs) You know, Uh, I don't I don't want to die. Not like that. So good luck, y'all. Just if you're not going to be compliant, there's nothing I can do for you. My uh, topic today, uh, you know, we're we're in the middle of April. And I think, uh, You know, it would be important to go ahead and look at your goals. You know, I I know it's crazy. I know it's crazy, but we did have plans this year and it wasn't just to sit up and and worry about dying from a virus. So whatever it is you need a push to do, you know, I'm sorry if you're graduating from high school. I looked at my demographics yesterday. I have some younger listeners. That's very, very cool. Welcome. I'm sorry I curse so much, but that's just part of my experience (laughs) that's part of being around me I will curse um and if you're a kid you better not curse in front of me do as I say not as I do um but yeah I I mean I feel badly if you're graduating from high school you you can't really celebrate that that's a milestone uh you know no proms no I mean you just didn't really get to do any of that stuff but I feel badly for you and I'm sorry however that's a very good life lesson for you. A lot of things don't go the way you plan. I mean, and your parents, if you have good parents, they try really hard to shield you from that as long as they possibly can. Uh, they try to come through for you. They try to get you the Christmas gifts you wanted. They try to help you get a car or they buy you a car. They try to help you have a little money in your pocket, you know, um, and they try to shield you from the the cruelty uh, that is adulthood, which is a lot of things that you want, you won't get. 
a lot of uh, things that you're striving for, you will have a lot of competition and some of it you'll win and uh, win against and some of it you won't. Um, But it's crucial to understand from a very young age, which I didn't, what's meant for you comes for you. It does. It comes straight to you. Can't nobody keep it from you. If it's meant for you, it's going to happen. Um, Good and bad. You know what I mean? Healthy and unhealthy situations. If you are living your life a certain way, it's coming to you. You know what I mean? So I feel like this is a good life lesson. Get it in young. <laughs> Most of us don't get it in till we're in our 20s. And unfortunately, you learn a lot about who you are by figuring out who you're not first. And a lot of that is painful. So, you know, if this is the worst pain you ever have, not having a prom and not being able to walk at graduation, then you are blessed you know, and I know that doesn't take the sting away, but you got to be a grown up and just keep moving forward and know that the best days of your life are ahead of you. And uh, we don't want to spend our lives worrying about infectious diseases and how we carry ourselves through this one will dictate how the rest of our time on this planet will be. You know, and so far you can see you can't count on leaders to tell you what to do and be effective. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. And this is a great lesson for young people. So hang in there. Be strong. Be excited about your future. And the best part of your future is not just graduating from high school. Be thankful that you can graduate from high school and that the paperwork is settled. And this is just a period of time. And disappointment is a big part of adulthood. So, you know, and I'm not trying to be grim. There there will be things that will disappoint you. And uh, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> That's it's a it's a harsh lesson, but it's necessary. And uh, apparently that's something we needed to learn right now. My uh, issue that I really was thinking about before, because, you know, I my process is a little different uh, because I'm not leaving the house to work. But I still do things and put around and try to get focused on a topic before I hop on here. I know it's stream of consciousness and I'm you know, basically winging it. But um, the topic that was in my head immediately was just how incredibly, incredibly difficult and challenging it is to be a girl. I don't own the rights to the song, but so I can't play it. But the song, uh, What It Feels Like For A Girl by Madonna is one of my absolute favorites. Um, If you're a strong, pretty, smart girl, you've got a tough road to hoe. You know what I mean? Even if you're even if you're not uh, strong or pretty, <laughs> being a smart girl is hard. You know, we're, we don't really live in a society that's designed to celebrate or, ch- or champion women. And I have had an up close personal view of what it's like to be in an environment where girls are sort of like uh, the afterthought. Or the person you, or the people you just assume will take care of you and always be around. Like dreams are celebrated basically for boys, boys to men. You know, I have witnessed women who will just do anything to help their son, their nephew, their boyfriend, their who, whatever man in their lives that they are, you know, riding or dying for. They will, they will do anything. They'll go to any ends to make sure their dreams come true. But that is not the same story for the daughters and the nieces. You know what I mean? It's just, 
and occasionally it really takes me down. It like tackles me because that's a trigger for me, you know, but I want to be different and say this. I think being a girl is phenomenal. It has been one of the most interesting experiences I think a human can have because my dad was a girl dad, you know, Uh, he was a fan and I was his youngest kid and his only daughter. And he really seemed to get into that. And so, you know, he took me to all my basketball games and practices. You know, it took me a long time to realize this. But when I think back, I've never seen him. He he never watched one basketball game that I ever recall. He really wasn't a sit down and watch sports kind of guy. But he was into basketball because I was into basketball. And so it was it was cool to have a champion like that. Uh, he told he was the first person to tell me I was smart. He really thought I was smart. He thought I was sharp and clever and uh, funny. You know, he never really got into like if he thought I was attractive or not. But he he really wanted me to be smart and he wanted me to know that I was smart. Uh, I remember I was having issues and this was had to be like between first and third grade. I was really young and I just couldn't get that math, man. I was struggling and he would. He would send me to my room to redo the problem over and over and over again. And in the hallway between my bedroom and and the den where he was sitting, I would cut up, you know, show out in the hallway. And then I'd straighten up when I got to him. So finally, on one of my trips back to the den, he was like, you know what you need to do is, you know, focus on this math and stop cutting up in the hallway. And I was like, what? And I looked at him like, is he like some sort of master or a wizard or something? Like, how does he know I'm cutting up in the hallway? And I looked at him and then he pointed to the window. And when the curtains are open, it was like a mirror. He could completely see me cutting up in the hallway. <laughs> but he never said anything the first, I don't know, five times. It took him a while before he finally was like, she is not going to figure it out on her own. I'm totally watching her and she's cutting up. <laughs> But that was me and my dad. But I was very fortunate that I had a dad who celebrated um, girlhood and subsequently womanhood, you know. So I personally want to celebrate how cool it is to be a girl. Um, And I wasn't always that chick. I was always the one that was apologizing. Like, my friends would call me like you know, complaining about their boyfriends or their husbands or whatever. And I'd be like, you know, he's probably just going through. I was a male apologist. And I guess at this point in my life, there's there's just very few people I can make excuses for. You know, there the, the road is paved for men to be good dudes. It's just that everybody's bending over backwards to make sure men become great. And when they don't, I don't, you know, I can't make any excuses for that. I know a lot of hardworking, interesting, beautiful, smart, uh, loyal, amazing women. And many of them are single. And they don't have equal partners. I probably could put myself in that list, actually. You know, I know so many great women who are single. And I know so many guys who've just blown opportunities to live up to the occasion and be great partners. I don't know. And I don't know where the hope is, (laughs) but I can say this. If you're a beautiful, smart girl, try to find somebody who matches you. Don't settle. Really never settle. Because at the end of the day, 
believe it or not, you're going to reach a point in your life where uh, boys aren't going to be the number one thought in your brain. It takes a while. (laughs) But when that happens, you still got a lot of life to live. There's a lot of road ahead of you. So just make sure you you don't sacrifice something that was really special or amazing or important to you just so you can say you had a boyfriend. And if you're a man and you're listening to this podcast, I love men. I've always been a fan. I'm just not an apologist anymore. But I hope that you guys, uh, if you're in a position to be a great father or a great husband or a great partner, that you seize that opportunity. There's nothing wrong with being a good guy. There's nothing wrong with being an amazing human being. And no one's requiring perfection, but some of y'all aren't even trying anymore. It's like, you know, which is so interesting because it's like, how can you want to give up when everything's designed for you to be successful? We live in a world where a man can throw a football down a field and make hundreds of millions of dollars. Because other men want to pay him that much money because they can't do it. And other men who also can't do it like to watch. That's incredible. There's no equivalent where a woman can make that kind of money. There's nothing that a woman can go out as a career and do and make hundreds of millions of dollars. And most women wouldn't watch her do it anyway. We don't even watch women playing sports. That's why golf... The LPGA doesn't make what what Tiger and those guys make. That's why WNBA is nobody hardly watches that on Mars. They have a small following, but nothing compared to the NBA. So, I mean, it's like, wow, it's just it's incredible. It's mind blowing, really. And so the underlying message is always like, it's great to be a pretty girl and it's great that you're smart and it's great that you're all this. But what you need is a man. That's really the message. And what's scary is a lot of your mothers are going to tell you that. Ugh. But maybe, maybe we just need to learn to fall in love with ourselves and be our best possible selves. And if men come along to celebrate and champion that, we're good. But if they don't, we're also still good because we still got empires to build. You know? Just don't, every woman my age will tell a young girl, don't throw your dreams away for a man. Don't forget who you are just so you can have a man. And everybody who wants to have kids, that's great. And you want to get married and have a family and a family structure. No one's saying that's bad. But don't forget, you're also a person and you have dreams and goals. I'd say this to my coworkers all the time, married with kids. In 10 years, your kids aren't even going to want to be in the same room with you. And if you don't have any interests of your own, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when your kid goes off to college? And obviously, he or she was the number one thing in your life. That's all you talk about. It's all you're interested in. What happens when they go to school and get their own lives? I mean, I think it's just important to keep your personhood and your womanhood intact. And if you want to start a business, do it. If you always want to take art classes, take them. If you can sing, sing. You know, there's no reason why you can't do what it is you want to do, too. So from girlhood to womanhood, I applaud you. I applaud me because it's hard and I know. (laughs) I know of what I speak. So this Friday feels like you go, girl, to take it back to the 90s. 
you know what? I love you. I love women and I, I just think we're the best. And I I hope one day to live in a world where we get celebrated as much as men get celebrated for throwing footballs down the field or baseballs across the diamond or in any number of regular ways that men get celebrated and women get neglected and ignored. You know what I mean? I just, I feel like we are the true heroes of society and we are the backbone and wouldn't be any murders hardly if women, uh, if, if you had to count the murder rate based off of women doing the murdering, I mean, we'd be a much safer society, you know, but we need the men to populate. So we just got to figure it out. <laughs> That's another podcast. That's like a science fiction podcast, but you know, anyway, I think it's, I think it's great and wonderful that we're all here at the same time. And I think it's great and wonderful that we all have an opportunity to be better today than we were yesterday and so on and so forth, you know, and if you're a girl, you go proud of you. <laughs>